Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Lauren, and Sharpie. Hey, how's it going? Gosh, you Hiya. scared me with Howdy, that. Howdy, Lisa. Hiya. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going. Peachy. Good to hear. Yeah. How's everyone doing tonight? All right. So this week, we're talking Disney news. There's a lot going on again. Yep. So it's good. Disney keeps us in business. It's yeah, true. There's been a lot of, uh, not only a lot of news, but also a lot of rumors. Lots of rumors. We will be sure to um, clarify which is rumor and which is news. So, Lauren, you want to get this ball rolling and yes. take us to the Magic Kingdom. All right. So, there's something new going on at um, Magic Kingdom for the Christmas party this year. They're doing the Tony's Most Merriest Town Square Party. Um, on top of ticket to get into the Christmas party, which is upwards of $100. The ticket price for this is $99 per person, and they are not saying it's less expensive for a child. Um, There are discounts for annual pass holders and DVC members, and the booking window opened up uh, this past week for it, so you can book it now. But what you get is it's a special experience. It starts at 9.30 p.m. during the party. You can kind of go in and out Um, of Tony's and get some hors d'oeuvres and cheeses and meats and Tony's famous meatballs and pizzas and different things like that. And they're going to have snacks like dessert snacks, like cookies and um, cannoli and pumpkin and red velvet chocolate cupcakes. So there's going to be a lot of different things. You're also going to be able to have some spirits, some holiday spirits and complimentary beer and wine. Um, as well as non-alcoholic beverages. So the bonus to this, which I do see a little bit of value in, is that you get a special viewing um, spot for the 11 o'clock Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade. Now, that being said, and the party continues till 1230 for you, so you get a little extra time. I can see the value if it was the eight o'clock show a parade. Yeah, I was going to say that. The eleven o'clock is not as crowded, so I don't know that the ninety-nine dollar per person charge is it. So if you're doing rides and doing some of the activities, it's not really going to be easy to pop in and out. So I see Disney making a fortune on this. Yeah. What do you guys think? I. So every time we, we, we talk about one of these parties. The parties are great, we, and if you've listened to us before, I think most of us think the parties are great by themselves. I mean, there's so much to do at the Halloween party and the Christmas party that you you can't possibly do it all, and then to spend another hundred dollars to go to the party inside of the party. Um, I, for me, I and I haven't done it, so I don't know, but I I can't imagine spending over two hundred dollars. Because you just don't have enough time. And if anybody... For a couple of hours. Yeah. So if anybody decides to do this and they think it's a either good or bad, it would be nice if you uh, go ahead to our Mouse Chat community on Facebook and post uh, over there uh, in our Facebook group. Because it would be nice to know if you thought the extra $99 for the Tony's uh, add-on was was worth it. Because I just, for, for myself, it's, it's just hard to swallow. It's... The party is, I think, is a, the, the 
Christmas, or we just did the Halloween party, the Mickey's Not So Scary. And everybody said that they were very crowded, but we went and the one we went to was perfect. It was great. It was definitely good value. I thought it was well done. That was $110 per person. Yeah, it's still pricey. But I can't, I do not think I could spend $200 per person. I know. You imagine that's for five hours, eight, $800 for a family of four for a family of four. And, and like you said, that parade, like at the Halloween party, you could get a spot for the eight thirty or whatever the earlier parade was. And the later parade was, you know, like walk up from talking to the other people that had gone with us. So the, the Christmas party is the same. So it's not like you're getting some phenomenal viewing area. For at the 11 o'clock parade, you just pretty much walk up five minutes before and get a spot. I think we're going to have to do our darndest in 2019 to go to some of these events and truly Take be one able to team. Well, honestly, it sounds corny <laughs> and it sounds, you know, I think we're going to have to. I'm not that eager to do something like this, but to, we keep saying if anyone else knows, well, we need to just go find out for ourselves. But the price point can, hurts. Can I volunteer to do the ones that serve wine? <laughs> of course. <laughs> See, okay. I, that's my thing with these is I just have such a hard time forking over the cash to get into a special ticketed event and then use part of that time to fork over cash again yeah. to get into an even more exclusive well, and I think you feel event obligated. within the event. You feel right. obligated to spend time at the event within the event. Yeah. Well, you, you feel know, obligated. Oh, I, just, I need to get my value out of this hundred dollars, you know. Right. I and I need to eat eighteen cupcakes. Yeah. So then you're not doing the stuff that's part of the Halloween party. And I already feel bad when I'm riding some rides during the Halloween or the Christmas party and not doing some of the exclusive things or the new or the my, things that are party specific because you only have that time goes by so fast. And if you and and we do it just as adults and we and we're running around with without our kids and then some with kids. And they're tired and they're hungry and they want to go to the restroom. The time goes by really quick. Right. And, and then, well, you, then it's and over. And then you have like people like my husband who, if I took my husband there and told him that we paid a hundred dollars oh. for that, uh, uh. <laughs> he, would be he would be wasted and I'd have to roll him out because he'd have like 14. In a sugar coma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some kind of coma. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take us over to Hollywood Studios, and if you had to guess, how many times have you seen the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, Steve? Oh, it's been, well, the park opened with it, so I, at least, now I don't even remember if the park opened with it. I think the park opened with it. I think it did. Now I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it was an so, opening day. Yeah, so I remember seeing it, but it's one of those things where, you know, I haven't seen it in forever now, because... Well, because you've seen it so because many I've times. Because I've seen it so many times that I just don't want to. You know the steps to avoid the spears as well as he does? Pretty much. All right. So, Indiana Jones, uh, it's some um, intellectual property that Disney owns that they haven't really monopolized a whole lot on. What? How's that possible? It's true. And the Muppets, come on. They need more Muppets. There's no denying that. They keep trying with the Muppets, but it just no, doesn't. No, we need more Muppets. It doesn't catch on and people, then it. Come right. on, Steve. It's time to meet the Muppets. I love the Muppets and I wish yeah. they would do more. And I like Indiana Jones. I've been trying to get my girls to watch 
the movies, but it's 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 very difficult to get them to all, go all the way through them. It's time to dress up right. Mm. Okay. Anyways, I'm so following it, Sharpie's lead. So Indiana Jones. <laughs> I caught that. Don't make me sing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so rumor, 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 rumor. This is not official. So this is the the word on the street is that there's going to be a, an Indiana Jones mini land. Like a, all right, so they're looking at some of the land that they have. There's a lot of land around the uh, Stun Spectacular attraction that they have. And they can take that land. They, they're saying that that particular attraction will go away. But in its place, they will do the themed land uh, with an e-ticket attraction. And we we know that there's a, a nice Indiana Jones roller coaster that they could build. Oh, I like that one. I hate that roller coaster. <laughs> Sorry. So that's a possibility, pure speculation. Uh, but they do think that this whole land will come to fruition after the 50th anniversary. And... Um, but definitely within the next 10 years, if it's going to happen. Rumor, rumor. I'm, I'm just going to go on record here uh-huh. and as a skeptic. I, unless they relaunch that whole yeah. brand, I, I, they're not going to do this. Well, yeah. And I would, yeah, they would have to definitely relaunch it, which they own it. So eventually they'll, they'll get around to it. But they, they've carved out so many things that they're doing coming up over the, I mean, with, we were talking about this before the show. Epcot's got so many things coming. Uh, Magic Kingdom has things coming. Uh, then, of course, the Galaxy's Edge. So there's, and they've, I mean, it's unbelievable what they have coming. Didn't we kind of scoff at the idea of um, Avatar? I I always believed that Avatar was going to happen. Yeah. Because well, the Land of the Mythical Beast yeah. didn't that was, happen yeah. at the opening of Animal Kingdom. Uh, Camp Mini Mickey was at oh, one yeah. time two shows and character meet and greet and a guitar player. And <laughs> yep, those were the days. They knew, that they knew there could be more done with that corner of the property. Yep. I remember that over there. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see, uh, I mean, Indiana Jones is, is perfect if, if they had a new movie that was popular and then. I mean, what, what, Sharpie, what would you want to see? Well, you'd have to wait for me to a new movie because I don't know what you would want to see as an e-ticket attraction even because it's been so long. There's, well, you'd want. Well, they have the mine car chase, which is similar to what they have at Disneyland Paris, but it's not really a chase. It's a riding in a mine car roller coaster. Oh, well, yeah. It's going forward only. It's not like. Yeah. It's not like in the movie. Um. Gosh, I'd have to go back and watch all the movies. I know. I can't remember anything. Um, but I can see, I mean, they definitely can capitalize on that whole thing because you can do the themed land. You can do themed merchandise. That's really cool. You could do all kinds of specialty drinks. I don't know how well food. whips are going to go over. Well, you can, yeah, that's the problem. Well, you can't have the whips or the guns. or the. No, you'd have the hats. Those would go over well. You'd have the hats. Yep. Yeah, there would be, and the yeah, satchel. There'd be a lot of... Fake snakes. A lot of hats. Oh, the snakes. Lots of fakes. Well, they have the the little merchandise booth over there at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, but but uh, you know a proposed mini Indiana Jones land. It's but definitely better than the stunt spectacular because that has been. But you are tired of it. You are. It's not new to you anymore. Yeah. 
All right, Steve. Um, oh, on to you. So this is a another kind of rumor. So Pizza Rizzo, since we're over at Disney Hollywood Studios, um, which opened where Pizza Planet was, right across from the Muppets. You get the theme here. Need more Muppets. Um, so they're closing it for its kind of annual time where it's where it's slowing down. And I'm just wondering because it doesn't seem like it's that popular if it's if it's actually gonna reopen. Uh, and that area is a little slow right now with all the constructions for Galaxy's Edge going on. And I have not eaten at Pizza Rizzo, so I, I don't know if uh, if it's great, if it's overlooked. It's just it's kind of a quick service. Have we even been there since? I well, we it's have. it's very hard to get around Hollywood Studios, and then you you kind of don't want to get back in there in the dead end of Muppet Vision and Pizza Rizzo and um the last time I was there. So it's, it's kind of a hard area to get into. So we will see, uh, if pizza Rizzo does decide to reopen, if anybody's eaten there, this is my same spiel for like, <laughs> Steve needs to get to Disney more often. If you ha- well, I, there's so many places now, if you've eaten at pizza Rizzo and it was good, bad, otherwise let us know on Facebook, go to mouse chat and, and we'll start a discussion on. Uh, Do you ever let him get out, Lisa? Pizza Rizzo. I haven't been to Pizza Rizzo, and I haven't I, done. I can't ex- explain him. He just. But I, you know, and I love the Muppets, but I, I don't know. I feel like just average everyday pizza with a Muppet character, and that is is what I'm foreseeing as Pizza Rizzo. And if and if that's not correct, let me know. But well, what are you expecting? I don't know. I want. You want it to have legs. I want something a little more fun interactive mm. some disney magic happening while i'm eating some you want the really swedish chef back there cooking it up yes so that would be cool he does like meatballs but See? Swedish there's meatballs. the thing then it would be nerdy. make it like an experience like uh, uh it's, trader, a, food, it's like, a fast food restaurant like trader sam's but with the muppets and uh, different things going on okay i'm all about that but but nobody need to come the problem back to is it. is nobody else nobody else except our age demographic might be interested in that mm. so but it sounds like the average pizza with uh, with a rat theme is not <laughs> is not working out. Maybe we'll see. Who 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 would have thought that that a rat wouldn't go over well? I mean, <laughs> well, Remy, Remy was good over at Disneyland Paris, and they had Remy. I think over at Epcot. I don't know if they actually had the Remy, the animatronic Remy at. at yeah, they did. Did they? Yeah, so that yeah, was he that was made his cute. way around the yeah, dining room on, yeah, on oh. this little thing. Hello. The dining trolley. Yeah. So yes. So that's Pizza Rizzo. So what what's up next, Lisa? All right. Next we've got Sharpie. So we've had a lot of questions lately about uh becoming a pass holder. Um and for for a lot of frequent Disney visitors, it makes sense to become a pass holder. Um, we've been pass holders off and on, uh, if we know we're going to be going more than, than doing more than one full week trip in a year, uh, we will go ahead and do, um, go ahead and do an annual pass. And especially with the, the new ticket pricing and new ticket structure rollout, I personally think that becoming a pass holder is going to become more appealing to a broader, a broader Disney population. 
Um, I, I think. Do you think it Disney takes a wants it that way, or do you yes. think they would this way? They I, know what's what their ticket sales are. I I, th- I think Disney wants more pass holders for world, just like they have for land, mm-hmm. except. Disney World knows that their pass holders aren't going to be as frequent of visitors as sure. they are in Southern California, uh, where Disneyland is more of all, particular times of year. It's almost more of a locals hangout. Um, so I, I, that that's that's my th- my take on it. Uh, and and the other element of that is all of the perks and benefits that come with being a pass holder. Um, they, they've just finished out a round of the, the VI pass holder events or VI, VIP, I, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> Whatever it's called. VIP, uh. No, it's VI. <laughs> that thing, yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's just like the alien swirling saucers. I don't know who thought of VI. VIP yes, holder was a good idea. Um, but yeah, anyway, so there are a lot of different events, merchandise discounts, uh, different discounts for uh, the different events that they have, uh, dining discounts. So a lot of different The dining ways. discounts are going away a little bit though. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and that's the other element of the difference between land and world is at Disneyland, you're being a pass holder gets you a discount on food, merchandise, everything. Um, where uh, quite a few of those, and, and there are some that are they're kind of seasonal, especially with new, when newer restaurants come out, they will offer um, annual pass discount for a short while to kind of get people in there to experience it, talk about it, get 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 their pictures out on social media. But yeah, so I think especially with the, the the price increase, I mean, what what do you all think about that? Do you do you think that's something that 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 Disney is strategically playing for their frequent visitors? I don't know. I know for I don't know. I, I haven't given so a thought on it. I would say for land, they have been trying to get rid of the annual pass holders and move land Disneyland into the direction of let's make this more of a tourist destination. Let's fill the hotels and, and make it a three, four day park experience versus uh, like you said, having it be like a locals hangout. So I know from time to time, the pass holders out there aren't very excited about how things are going. And, I, and I'm assuming it's still in that direction coming from Disney world. Like you said, when you go over to Disneyland, you're like, Holy cow. They do so much for the pass holders out here. Yeah. Um, it's a big difference. So, so because we're so used to so little on the Disney world side. And so, and some of the Disneyland people are like, oh, they keep taking stuff away or they keep raising the prices or doing blackout dates. But for us, it's, it's a great, it's so much more. I have not been to any of the uh, pass holder events or DVC events. So it would be interesting to. But I hear I, they're really good. I have not yeah. done one either. Yeah. That's what I've heard that they're really, really good. So Did you guys hear that rumor that there there's talk that they're going to do a um a paid and and it's a total rumor but for Star Wars Galaxy Edge when it opens that there's rumors that they're going to do a paid preview? Well, they, I I totally believe that will happen. They did that too. at Disneyland. Yeah. They did that at Disneyland for um Pixar Pier. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, remember Michael went? Yeah, so what they oh, did is right. they made you pay 
I don't know, $300 to get into just a lot. Yeah, it was a lot to get it. And you got a lanyard um, and it had these little tabs on it, kind of like food and wine sometimes has these lanyards and they break off the little tabs and you got like a, you know, uh, abominable snowman ice cream and you got a angry dog hot dog. And when you broke that off, was good. Yeah. So you got to break off the tabs to experience some of the food. Uh, and then I don't remember if you got so many rides or if you just got to ride as many times as you wanted. Um, so yeah, so they pay $300 for the, for the lanyard. So I can imagine, well, yeah, Galaxy's Edge. I would probably Edge. pay that. I hate to say it. I, I think it'll be a lot more. Uh, I would. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, if they're charging $99 to have some snacks at Tony's, then yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> on top of the extra price party, then I am sure they will ratchet that up to whatever they can fill the, and I'm sure they will fill it. So. Oh, they'll definitely, that will sell out. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know, four ninety nine something. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. I could easily see them that being $500 or more. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and in some directions I can even see it being double that. It all depends on how exclusive they want it to be. Well, and, and, what, they're what, they, and what they're providing. Right. Yeah. And they will test drive it at Disneyland. Yeah. Disneyland. I think there's going to be a, they're going to learn a lot from opening th this new land at Disneyland first. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I think they're, they're testing out a lot of, additional charge, additional fee, yeah. um, more, more like the kind of fee for service type of thing. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's frustrating in a lot of ways because they just keep monetizing everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot, a lot of longtime Disney fans are kind of getting tired of that, but for a long time, the crowds in the parks were, were absolutely obnoxious. Um, they, they, the crowds were just too high to actually enjoy the parks. And I think Disney realized that. So uh, the, the price hikes have leveled out the crowd some, uh, even to the point that, uh, here we are, uh, late into the fall and you can still register for the Walt Disney world marathon spots are still available. Hmm. So, I heard that. Yep. Huh. Wow. Because just the other day, I, I, I there was a, a news banner had popped up on one of the pages that I was looking at online and took me to the page. And sure enough, you could still register for the half and the full. Wow. Yeah, those which would Which is sell very out. rare. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Galaxy's Edge, Disneyland. And I wonder if Disneyland will, I guess it'll, at, to some extent, make it not as crazy when it opens at World, but... We'll see. Oh. And what about the rumors about oh, Star yeah. Wars Galaxy Edge and World opening after December 16th because of the, the tickets? So what did you, so what, what, or explain that a little more. So there's rumor and it's all rumor, it's all speculation that people believe it's going to open between December 17th and 20th of 2019. Um, at Disney because World, because of the way they did the ticket sales with the new pricing, oh, people are speculating based on that information, which is probably pretty smart. 
Um, that plus the fact that Disney said it would open late fall, which that would be the 17th to the 20th, because the 20th is the end of fall. So I think it's it's an interesting concept. I have predicted it will be the last those two midweeks somewhere in, in December. Um, but I have to tell you, um, my sales for December of next year are higher than any month in the next year already. Um, people are booking for December like crazy right now. Wow. Yeah. So if you, if you want to book, you I need have to book a now. feeling people, if you really want to go for the opening, you definitely want to consider booking soon with the hopes of picking the right week because it's, it's a little chaotic. Yeah. So, I, I have more rooms booked for next December than I do for this December right now. So, which is crazy. So I guess one thing is, is they'll work out some bugs at Disneyland. So that's an advantage for going to Disney world. Uh, because you know, it's probably what, six months later, four months later that they'll open that. But we were talking before the show that we thought, boy, if they do, if they open it that late in December, that doesn't give you a lot of lead time for testing things going wrong. I mean, you're, you're going in right into the heart of the yeah, season. Like full bore. You're like, let's open it up with the biggest crowds but ever. Think <laughs> about when did they open Toy Story Land? Well, that was in the summer, right? Yeah, because we were there. That was July 4th week. Oh, it was, yeah, it was hot. Yeah, that's true. It was not. That was July 4th week. And, and rumors are that Star Wars Land, that Galaxy's Edge in um, Land will be that same similar week that Toy Story Land was this year. Wow. And that it's all rumor, but. Yeah. So. Hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They used to open things slowly or they'd open them in pieces and they'll still, hopefully if they have enough lead time, do some soft open, some soft opening and stuff like that. And then they, after yeah, they kind of, they didn't for toy story. Yeah. They, they really kind of didn't. They did the, uh, media event. And then I think like, that was that. yeah. Then like the next day it was yep. like, come on in. Yep. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Right. What do you got? Uh, let's see. I think you're you up. Well, I have a quick one if you want it. Yeah. I think uh, you're now I just lost it. I just went out. Hold on. He's like flipping through all these pages. I don't he doesn't have that much to say. Oh, it was tiny. What, what was I have a it? quick one. I just can't find Jedi? it. Jedi? Oh, Jedi training. <laughs> okay. So Hollywood Studios, Galaxy's Edge kind of themed. So the current Jedi training, there was a rumor. It's a lot of rumors on this show. There was a rumor that- We might uh, want to call it a rumor show. This is, yeah. So someone had been on one of these Disney webinars, I guess, from what I read online. And, they, and it was nobody from Pixie. Yeah, so it was nobody from here. <laughs> and we, we read an article that someone had said uh, that on a Disney webinar, they had said that uh, Jedi training is going to be closing soon. Uh, and they were, you know, saying somewhere in early November, which, which you could believe. You could say, you know, they're probably going to close it. Maybe they need to redo that part of uh, Galaxy's Edge and they want to get that done uh, before it opens. 
or they could just run uh, Jedi training, you know, until it open until Galaxy's Edge opens. And if it, if there's a new Jedi training somewhere inside the land, then close that piece and and remodel it later. Uh, so Disney, I guess uh, there was an update on the article that said, you know, that that it's going to stay open longer, and there's no uh, no announcement on a, an early closing for Jedi training. So. You should hopefully still be able to book your Jedi training tickets and uh, get on over there. Yeah. So mine is some of my favorite characters, one of my favorite movies that I don't watch enough, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. So Ralph and Vanellope are going to do a character meet and greet. They're going to be in Epcot, Interventions West, and this will be just in time, kind of, working with the release of Ralph Breaks the Internet. That's coming out November 21st. So, gosh, three weeks, give or take. And uh, you'll have the meet and greets out there. But it gets a little better. But wait, there's more. They are trying to do something new over at the Imagination Pavilion at the Image Works section. So they're, they're trying to work with this idea of having a portal um, connected to the internet and and thus Ralph and Vanellope so that they appear from this other dimension and uh, the, the character meet and greets will step through this portal from their dimension into ours and carry on with their meet and greet. I want to go through a portal. I do too. So wait a minute. Can we go back with them? So the meet and greet is at Innovations. Innovations Innovations West, West and at. No, no. So you guys just jumped on me. So what's the portal thing? Hold on. So once Steve also wants to go through the portal. I want to go through the <laughs> okay, portal. Okay. So yeah. so Steve, follow this. Right now it's going to be just a normal meet and greet over at Interventions West. Yes. And while they're doing their normal meet and greet, they're going to work on this portal because portals are not easy to build. Uh huh. So they're going to no, build this over at ImageWorks. Uh huh. And once they get the ImageWorks portal up and running then Ralph and Vanellope will know that they can step through that portal. And so they will move the meet and greet location. So So it's not two locations in the end. uh, It's a temporary location until their final home is ready. uh, Big question. When the portal opens, does it take you to the France pavilion where you can get a grand I don't know if that is a no, direct connection. No, that's the, uh, the Hyperloop that that's, uh, uh, Elon Musk is working on. That's, what happens if you go through the portal and you run into yourself? It's it, a scary cross. Only you would do that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Can you imagine two of you running around Epcot? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, hey, here's a sports almanac, Steve. You're gonna oh, need this. Is this like Back to the Future? You're gonna need this later. Yeah. I'm sure it's like a Back to the Future Wreck It Ralph, like a mashup. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. Steve's gonna run into the to the to mm-hmm. the younger Steve who thought it would always be cool to own a a truckster. <laughs> don't yes, do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I know. I noticed. I noticed. I, I I got a hearty sigh out of Lisa on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the truckster. Yeah. It reminds Good me. I, gotta, I need to start the truckster. Make sure it's still going. You got to run it every so often. Okay. Oh, uh, so maybe 
So that's not dead, Steve. I know, because then you'll get get into it, and the thing won't won't start. And then you're like, ugh. So, yes. Is that it, Lisa, or do we have any more stories? But wait, there's more. There is? I don't know. I'm going to check. I don't know. I'm looking. Uh, Yeah, we've got Sharpie. Don't leave Sharpie out. What do you got? He's got one more. World of Disney. Oh, yeah. Grand reopening, October 27th. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. So if you uh, were familiar with the, the world of Disney before, you you know it looked awesome. But if you've been to one of Disney's reimagined Disney stores recently, uh, you would know that they are definitely trending more toward kind of kind of that high end uh, modern, sleek kind of kind of blank slate retail environment. Um, <clears throat> where the merchandise stands out. The merchandise isn't competing with all of this uh, tchotchke decor uh, that, that, that kind of, kind of junks up the, the, the visual appeal of the store. Uh, at least that, that that's the, the, the theory and the, the, the thought behind uh, a very minimalist retail environment, because your merchandise is what should stand out your merchandise should sell itself yeah. Uh, so yeah so that's the, the world of Disney at Disney Springs has uh, reopened it looks spectacular uh, a lot of people are lamenting that that it, it they, they miss how it used to look but let's face it there are always going to be people who liked it better before but there are definitely people who like it better now um, but I mean j- just taking a minute think let's think back five years uh, where Disney Springs was five years ago and how much that entire corner oh of Disney property has changed. It's crazy. With, with, yeah, it, it really is. I mean, the, all of the new construction, all of the new retail, all of the new dining, uh, all of the new entertainment venues, um, new, uh, Cirque du Soleil show coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, it's just massive changes. It's crazy. Um, And if you haven't been to Disney in the last four years, uh, you're you're going to be completely shocked when you when you see the new Disney Springs and I, I, it's it's crazy to call it the new Disney Springs because it's it's really been open several years now, uh, but they just keep adding. and it it just keeps just, just keeps filling out. Uh, it, yeah. It's it, and the, it's the, crazy. the quality of retail that's there. It, it is. It, it's it's just. It really has become at least a half day attraction in and of itself, if not full day. Uh, if you are really into shopping, because there's just so much to see. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we were just there at the Wyndham at a conference and we would, we, I would, I had a rental car and I would drive by there and it used to be like, Oh, I remember years ago, the traffic and it was horrible and getting, and it was packed. And now they have like dedicated, I mean, they have done everything they can with every transportation system to make that the most, the easiest, least painful experience compared to what it used to be. They have like a bus lane in the center of the street. So the buses don't get stuck. So the buses are, constantly moving in and out because they have their own lane and then they have parking garages where you pull right in and the parking garages are 
unbelievable where they tell you how many spots there are and they have lights that on top of each parking spot that shows if it's red or green to show you where the spots are that are open. I think that's genius and it's, they need that in every parking deck it's ever. So, Amen, sister. It is so <laughs> <Yep>. well done. <laughs> and then it used to be people crossing the streets because there wasn't enough parking and they'd stop the traffic and now they have all these bridges so there's nobody you know, blocking the streets anymore. And then they were building another parking garage over by the Team Disney side, over by uh, casting on that side ac- across from Disney Springs. And that parking garage looks like it's like it's almost done. And I believe that might be the one that has the direct exit from uh, I-4 pretty much in and out. I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, they have really done an amazing job with what used to be like, oh, getting in and out of there is horrible. I mean, they have gone way above and beyond to make that pretty, pretty awesome. And we stayed and we were at the Wyndham and we walked over one day. It was so easy. So the Wyndham is actually pretty cool too. Uh, We like that. It's the closest hotel to Disney Springs. But yeah, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a great, Disney Springs is a lot of fun. Great place to go. Did that wrap us up, Lisa? I think it does. Oh, hey, real quick, mouse chat event. You just can't. Let and me then do you'll it. you'll wrap it up. So we're going to be meeting December first and second at Walt Disney World for our mouse chat meetup. Hey, we're and we're also working with uh, John Frost over at the Disney Blog. So if you're a fan of the Disney Blog or of us over at Mouse Chat, come and say hello. We have three different events. We have a Winter Summerland Mini Golf Tournament. Uh, the price for that is only the price of entering uh, the mini golf, uh, I guess, paying for the round of mini Admission. golf at Disney. Yeah. So it's 14, I believe that's $14 for adults and a little less for children. And we'll be giving out prizes to whoever wins the mini golf. Uh, then we also have a breakfast at the Wave. Hold on, before you go any further, mm-hmm. no, Lauren, you may not win. Oh, so you haven't even practiced. Take all the fun. What? Lauren's no, practicing. Sharpie, you too. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, can uh, Sharpie and I play each other and have a side bet? No. You can do whatever you want on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I want in on this. Lauren and I are just, we're just going to go hang out at the water park instead. That's we'll, right. We'll, we'll, we'll wave yeah. to you from the top of uh, mm-hmm. Summit Plummet. There you go. It'll be nice. It'll see, be, this is why we get along, Sharpie. Could be, it could be nice. It could be nice in December. We'll see. But we have uh, breakfast at the Wave one day. That's twenty nine dollars. That's the cost of what the room and the uh, the buffet cost. And uh, we will be there. Uh, the Disney blog, John uh, Frost, will be there, and uh, we will be doing a live recording of Mouse Chat there, so you can be in the studio audience. Uh, and we'll. Oh, that sounds like official. It could be. Yeah. So we'll we'll be doing that, and uh, we also have a kind of an Epcot for the holidays. So uh, the festival is going on at Epcot. We'll be walking around, checking out all the holiday decorations, as well as sampling some treats as we walk around World Showcase. So if you go to either mousechat.net, which is our uh, website, you can go and find all the information there under the news tab. Or if you are on Facebook, in our Facebook group or on the Facebook page. Uh, the information on the dates, the times, and all that is there. And then you can click to RSVP 
Uh, even though some of the things don't have a cost from us associated, we just like to know about how many people are coming. So please RSVP, uh, and hopefully we'll, we will see you at Disney World December 1st and December 2nd. Okay, now you close. Good job. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, there's more to be found over at iTunes and also at MouseChat.net. If you have comments or questions for us, please email comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.